0: You know, the, the Festivus episode of, of Seinfeld when uh, George Costanza's dad goes through the whole Festivus act, Moan, and he says, I got a problem with you people.
1: <laughs> what is it? I've never seen it. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't oh, seen okay. it.
0: All right. Well, everyone, literally everyone, everyone else who's participating in this show knows what I'm talking about. So <laughs> he goes, he goes, I got a problem with you people. And I, 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 I'm going to start today's show by saying that I got a problem with your generation of Steelers, Moan.
1: What? What's that? I'm just
0: telling you, we're going to get into it here in the opening segment. I got a problem with your, your generation of Steelers. Well, well, this
1: is perfect because I'm setting up my son, I Uber Mm -hmm. to the
0: house. Okay. Okay. And
1: and that way, if we're going to hit this bell, I can set this Uber to bring him home to me because we got to do this thing that we do. Because in my generation, okay, in Uh my generation, we can set Ubers to actually Uh pick up people. (laughs) We
0: can get them to shop
1: for us. We got Amazon. We
0: got all those things, okay? Yeah, you got something else. You got podcasts, (laughs) and we're going to talk about it. Let's go. Ding. Let's go. Everybody's got a show, all right? Everybody's got a pro- podcast, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they do, yes. Uh, everybody you played with has a podcast, it seems like. I'm joking, but it's there's a lot. It's a lot, DK. It all is. right. So why is it, you tell me if it's a coincidence, that when Najee Harris is being interviewed today, modern day, by reporters in the Steelers locker room, He's being asked what it is that Ben Roethlisberger thinks about stuff. Or why is it that we're asking, do you follow me here? Like, yeah. uh, George Pickens gets a, this is how you should conduct yourself from Antonio Brown, of all people, on Instagram. It feels like the dramatic nature of your team, your team, Ramon yeah. Foster, and your offense specifically just never fades. Like, I don't think this team produces that much drama, but it feels like most of the stuff that does come up comes from you guys still.
1: Uh, uh, Us guys from the podcast is what you're
0: saying? No, you guys from the 2010 to the group Steelers, that group just will, it just makes a lot of noise. It it demands a lot of attention. That's true.
1: Uh, That's because we're the most current the last group to have something good come from it. And the first era of social media, like really consumption and use. That's what it is. All of us, somebody, most of us have something that we've done or constantly go on other people's things. As far as Alejandro does stuff. Still Marquise does stuff. Only one out of that group lane. did anything is Marcus and DeCastro. Like <laughs> right. Beecham does a lot of stuff. Like Ben has his thing. We are the era of capitalizing off of what the game has given us to give back. So we say a lot. We talk a lot. And Antonio's saying something. Hey, A.B. speaks all the time. And I'll say this, too. As much as he's speaking and talking about what is and what isn't when it comes down to, you know, how we perceive this current group, here's the kicker, D.K. I'm resting my arm up on this tripod here.
0: Our fans still want to hear it. They do. Okay, I mean, that's that's my point here. Okay, is that you guys commanded such a large presence and a loud collective voice in this community for such a long time that people still are itching to hear, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, they're still itching to hear what is. Well, what do you think? So and so would say about this. What do you think? And that's in large part because this group hasn't done that. No, that's, that's true. So that's true. when when someone goes and asks you know again, Najee Harris, what he thinks about stuff, in a normal setting, it would be Hey Ben Roethlisberger, what do you think about Najee Harris? Yeah, do you follow
1: what I'm saying I, here? I do follow what you're saying, and here's the thing too: behind asking those guys how they feel or the opinions that they give too, it sucks a little bit to be in their shoes. Other than being pros and being the top one percent of all oh, earners yeah. in America, other than that, other is, than that, <laughs> other than that, right? DK is this is this group? You correct me if I'm wrong has respectfully not done enough to actually have enough weight to exactly. carry their words exactly is that fair to say because what what w- let me before that though before we started talking we were still behind guys and still watching how social media works watching how instagram Twitter all these streaming avenues worked and eventually we got it and when we got it, we started saying stuff. This group has had it the entire time, but they haven't done an eno- they hadn't done enough as professionals to kind of garner people to believe what they're saying because they hadn't won a lot, right?
0: That's they haven't true. won a lot. Nor have they achieved much individually. I, I'm here. You want to hear something mean? Please. Well, no, okay, Tell let's me let's, this. When I go, see Najee Harris. Acting a certain way in the locker room or conducting himself a certain way, all I think to myself is you're the second best running back on his team. Nobody is. That's not even mean. The, no, hey, hey, I, hey, I, I said you, it was gonna want, be mean, but it's not mean. You wanna
1: hear some truth? Huh? Men lie, women lie, numbers uh, don't. Oh hey. wow. <laughs> and so if the numbers match what you're saying. I could care less about what the pedigree supposed to be, right? How many people – oh, man, Jarvis Jones, first-round draft pick. Yeah. It, right? Right. He wasn't better than undrafted guy B. Nope. Because his numbers told me that. I love him. Great teammate. It, it was suggested he was going to be a first-round talent, and it didn't turn into that way, right? That's like, right. What pro- Special
0: was the word that was used by both Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert at the press conference. Special.
1: I mean, let's be honest about that type stuff, right? So we can be real about what it is, okay? Um, uh, I mean, that's just how the game goes. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. The numbers don't suggest that that's what they garnered, that respect. Yeah, DK been doing this for a long time. Dog, even though his computer won't recognize that. Mm-mm. That That is a very interesting take right there. You're, you're right. Hi. My hour does
0: say a lot. I mean, I'm just saying that I look at – When this team has made it, this current team has made it, when they've risen up, and maybe they thought they were on that path coming out of Cincinnati, okay, because they they did some (laughs) stuff there that looked like, all right, coordinator's gone, here we go, look at us, right? Yeah. And then they went and they wet the bed twice in five days. Yeah, yeah. So now what happens – Ben says something on his podcast. He has every right to say. I'm not even going to get into whatever. Okay, he is. He's Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, I have immense respect for Ben's ability to see and survey a football scene okay, and yeah. say this is right and this is not right and this is someone I respect and this is a – great, that's fine. That's not even what I'm getting into here. Right, right. What I am getting into is that there's such an awkward moment when everyone surrounds Najee Harris yeah. and says, what do you think about what Ben said? Or, or you know, in whether it's through social media or whatever, confronting George Pickens. I'm sure George saw it on what yeah. A.B. had to say on how he should be – we are still, and then then there's Lev, and there's there's a bunch of guys still from your generation, your offense, your huddle, yeah. where everyone just wants to hear what you have to say. Let me
1: ask you this: When one of us speak, does it hold weight though, DK? In there? Yeah. No, I'm talking about in general from in no general, in the locker room. Two different
0: discussions. Okay, and in the uh. locker room, no. It does no. No. as long as I, I didn't know you were yeah, gonna say no. that, but yeah, it uh-uh. is a no. That's they a could no. not care less. They could, and they do <laughs> you no. know. in the in the in yeah. the moment, okay? Yeah. yeah, but when it comes to their own preparation and how they're how they're handling business, getting ready for Indianapolis and so forth, they could care less. Yeah, it's just wow, man. Here's another thing I gotta deal with.
1: Yeah. And and that's what it was. And on the outside, on the inside of that, when we've had people speak out about us as former Steelers, well, no, retired Steelers, Steeler alumni, it irks you. It does. And it should, though, too. But here's the thing. As much as we say, hey, screw them dudes in our collective small circles, it still resonates, though, Oh,
0: I have no doubt that it resonates. I have no doubt that there's no one who enjoys hearing the the Hall of Fame quarterback, especially in, in Najee's case, a one-year teammate.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, don't it's, forget it's that, too.
0: There's a crossover in this case.
1: It is. And and here's the thing, though, too, DK. Nobody ever wants to be the group that let go of the rope, too. If you're having somebody like seven, Ben Roethlisberger, That's good. say. That's Yeah. Good. Because yeah. you can say, man, screw them. F them. They're not in here. They don't know our problems. All of those, I can tell you every excuse they got. Man, they're younger than us. They don't have a quarterback. We don't have a quarterback like them. Their O-line was better. They had a bunch of older dudes on the team. Coach T this, Kev was here. They got every excuse available, DK. So they're probably like, F them dudes. It's us versus everybody in the world anyway. But here's the thing, the true reality behind it too. When guys have said stuff about us, yeah, F them, Right? That's that's what we're saying. Bleep them. Screw them. Right. But here's the thing, DK. It still walks with you. You still think about it. You still want to go prove them wrong, because the one thing in sports that you always want to do is prove somebody wrong and saying we're better than your era. That's all you want to do in sports. I'm either better than you or I'm better than your era. So it can say they don't care. That's fine. And they probably don't but it still travels with them. And you got to think to yourself, am I the guy, the group, the era, the teams that let go of the rope? Because we're talking about the old still ways What does the new still ways look like if Ben said it's dead? Well, It's losing. And nobody wants to be associated yeah, with that. that.
0: That's really what it is, okay? One of the things that you always have to keep in mind, whenever there's any sort of generational differences, that's not the way we would have played it. Or even in the positive sense, you could have played with us. Yeah. Uh, whenever you hear this stuff, one of the things that you got to understand is that the game itself has changed. So if just to throw out an example here, if someone like a Ryan Clark says, man, these guys just aren't as tough as we were. Well, RC was playing under different rules and RC was ripping people's heads off in today's game. And RC would be the first one to tell you this himself. I have no doubt about that because he's a pretty candid guy in this game. In this day and age, he would be fined and suspended into oblivion. He wouldn't exist in today's game. No. Mike Mitchell wouldn't exist in today's game. James Harrison. There's – James Harrison. There's parts of Troy Polamalu's game that wouldn't exist in today's game. Troy was a maniac. Right. Okay. So what you have to understand is that there's a – and the same thing applies to, you know, when people always – I was joking about it yesterday, but go back to the 70s and everything – You know, it's really cool that Mean Joe Green picked up that one dude and body slammed him, and it's really (laughs) cool that uh, that Jack Lambert killed the one guy who who taunted his his kicker, Roy Girella. Okay, yeah, neither of those things would fly. No, absolutely not. DK today. Uh, So you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and you're right, Jim. They made rules for James Harrison. You're 100% correct. One, before we go to his, two DK, is to, from Teresa. Shout out to you, to Teresa. I absolutely love when the oh, ladies come in here. Oh,
0: that. Though, but she's – that's some truth-telling.
1: Because y'all, like, y'all tell the truth. Y'all a little bit more, you know, better thinkers than us men, sports, okay, fans. But Teresa on this one, Teresa says, Ben will never stop staring at pot that seems to be his nature. I think on this one, it's a little skewed. You're a little wrong on this one because, Teresa, I'd almost have to ask you, don't you feel the same way that Ben does a little bit? On this one, skewed or not, us uh, stare in the pot, on this one, probably somewhat more right than wrong if we're gonna be honest about it.
0: I have no doubt that Ben's right. I have no doubt that Teresa is right. Okay. I think I think both <laughs> yeah, things can fair. be true. Um I, I was in the locker room in Arlington, Texas, when Ben when Ben had things he wanted to say about Todd Haley okay and you know how ben would do this ben would never say it directly yeah ben would find different ways to say i guess i guess maybe i'm just the worst quarterback ever i just i'm the one you could hear this right <laughs> i just must not know what i'm doing yeah i'm terrible yeah uh the plan is great oh no no the plan is great don't get me wrong it's me i'm the one who's the problem Yeah, yeah that's that's ben
1: Yeah, and and Marvin Senior, what up, baby? Love that Roddy. That's a Rottweiler in your icon picture right there. Uh, But here's the thing. Marvin Senior says, even Ben said the locker room was a little different before he left. I guarantee you he felt he didn't fit in anymore, and that's bad. Truthfully, Marvin, I felt that way before I left. And Ben lasted one more year after me. One or two. One more. Pounce retired right after me. I was done 20. Two more. Pounce came back in 21? No. Pounce left. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he had Kendrick as a center. Okay. Oh. I was 20. Pounce <laughs> retired in 21. Marvin, that is just a natural occurrence of being an old dude in the league. Unless you just forever single, no kids, and football or basketball or hockey or baseball is all you know, the locker room is going to change regardless. It is. It is a matter of what cores are actually being carried on. The actual expectations, too. Again, it comes a point, and I said this to y'all in the accident to combine. I told them it was more of them than it was of us. We're going to forever, as old dudes, feel like it's more of the youth than it is of the guys that, that you came up that had those same principles. It's the natural evolution of what the game and locker room is. Like the <laughs> core of it is still the same, but the communication ain't the same, DK, because now instead of us having a conversation and playing basketball in the locker room, everybody's on their phone. Right? I felt that. I I felt watching the young dudes when we get together on Thursday nights, DK, (laughs) we get together on Thursday nights and a couple of the young guys sprinkle out early because that was an old head conversation we were having. And you know what happens when when we leave instead of going to Marquise's house, they might just only meet at the hotel or they might only meet at the practice facility. We had to make an effort to go to Marquise's house to actually be together to build some camaraderie. So what do you tell them when they are already leaving early, you know, as far as saying, well, we don't do what y'all do. Like it naturally progresses and stuff change. It does. But it's a matter of, I think for all of us, the winning has changed too. We're not talking about like just beating people down and beating them up and this amount of wins by this amount of points. It's, woo, we got by with that one. That's what the Cincinnati game was too.
0: We got yeah. by. Here, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you look at the, the remaining schedule, there's three of four games that are on the road, three of four games against winning teams, teams that currently have winning records. And, and the Bengals actually have one, believe it or not, mm-hmm. for, for all the crap they've been through. If you want to shut people up, if you want to have the old guard with you, assuming that, <laughs> excuse me, that that would be part of your motivation, go, go. Go perform. Hey, right here. So Jeff said it, shout out to Rochelle, but Jeff said it
1: right here. Yeah. Just go Se- go perform. Second part of the, the screw, the old guys is perform on the field.
0: I don't ever tell I don't I don't ever tell anybody how to answer a question or whatever. Okay. But if I'm asked that question and I'm Najee Harris, me okay, he yeah. can answer it however he wants. I'm not him. But if somebody asks me, if I'm a player in that room and somebody asks me. What is? Hey, what do you think about what Ben Roethlisberger had to say? You know what I say? What you say? I'm, I'm not even worthy of answering that. I, I look at what he did, and look at what I've done. Okay, yeah. who am I? Yeah. You know what I need to do? You know what I need to do? I need to contribute my 153rd to winning the game in Indianapolis on Saturday, and after that, I need to get this team into the playoffs. You guys want to ask me about Ben Roethlisberger and other stuff like that? We can do it after after we make the playoffs. How about that? facts. That's it. That's how you answer it. Yeah. Uh, Again, I don't know. What's the Steelers way. I don't know. Go talk to the actual number one running back. (laughs) Hey DK,
1: there's absolutely nothing wrong with a look criticism as long as it's constructive. And I think Ben has the best. um, He has the best outlook for his team in his heart, right? You want to see it win like, and the thing is Ben is somewhat still attached to it. Because it ain't been that long ago. Like, he's still in the chapter of being a fan. Like, still on the edge of, like, man, the right call could come through, and I doubt it. But the idea that some people were vetted and have signed Joe Flacco. I mean, think about it. Like, he's not that far removed from playing, not comparing being to Joe Flacco. But, like, he's still attached to understanding what winning is.
0: Joe Flacco's a winner. Yeah. Joe Flacco, you know how many butterflies he had in his stomach when he took the field for the Browns? He had none. Okay. He didn't even have any caterpillars. He had not he had nothing. <laughs> yeah. That that's
1: how it goes, man. Uh, Ron Lytle kind of said it. Ben gets a lot of hell. He does. But he he kind of but Ron said it. Ben is honest to a fault. It just people have the mindset that is they love being anti Ben. He always he's and, and people, I think, look at him like, well, he's you know, he never got the praise that Payton or Drew Brees or Brady got. So when Ben says something coming out of Pittsburgh and people have always said, well, he won it because of the the defense or, you know, it was this, this and that contributed to the wins more than it was a better catch by uh by Santonio than it was a throw throwback. Like all those things have played into Ben's tenure. So when Ben says stuff and that team finally became his, oh well, Ben is being selfish. He only wants something for the offense. Here's the thing: that's a very smart individual. He's calculated. When he wanted something done, DK, oh, your he found a way.
0: He found a way. He found a way.
1: And and so to believe that his operations work,
0: you talk to me about that a lot. I mean, just he he was always able to get his way in the building, including for others,
1: including for me, for you, for me. My last deal. And the one before that.
0: I don't think you want to tell everybody this. <laughs>
1: I, I'm pretty sure oh, seven. I'm pretty sure seven has something to do with that. Yeah. And he'll never say it, never say anything to me. But understanding that we had to keep the group together in order to make sure the Marquise was right, Al was good, Dave was solid, and whoever going to play right tackle for us. I know seven made a play. And he don't get involved with contract stuff. And Coach T always say, look, I don't get involved with that. I let the number of people do that type of thing. But understanding what makes a team, how it crafts itself, say what y'all want to. Ben has gotten every single player around him paid. Every wide receiver that's come through has gotten broke off because of seven. The O-line, when it finally started, got broke off. Even before that, Willie got paid. Marvell got paid. Chris Kimuatu got paid. Running backs got paid. Like, say what you want to. The dude knows how and what a team is supposed to look like. So when he says certain stuff, just tell me you dislike him, but at least tell me you respect what he said. I can live in that world.
0: Drew Belansky says, I don't think Najee wanted to talk to the media at all. That was the vibe I got from him. Drew, that's pretty much mutual.
1: No, no, let me say this, Drew. Let's not make that excuse because Najee's a frigging team captain. Najee's well, since he came he lost in, that
0: this year. Yeah. either
1: way, DK, he is one of those premier leaders on that team. He's supposed to be able to answer those questions. I ain't going to say it's childish, but as a pro, stand tall.
0: Part of the job. It's part of the job. People like it to is. think, people on the outside like to think that it's not. It That's not how it is on the inside, is it, Moan?
1: No. I mean, there's, there are so many different layers to it um, that I think it'll blow your mind on how stuff really operates within the building, within the building you'd be shocked
0: when we come back
1: Ooh, that I wasn't know. a show
0: i know no, we, <laughs> we got, got more started no well they've got plenty we want yeah. some hey Moan questions from everybody uh football based let's go football uh we've had our fun here with the narrative and all that other stuff here but let's, let's get down to uh Let's get down to business here of the only segment that matters, although Robert finishes us with a really strong point. Obviously, what Ben says does matter. Can't argue with that one. Nah. When we come back, the only segment that matters. And that's how you move. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one, the only Ramon Foster, 11-year starting guard in the National Football League. You like that when I do that? It's all official.
1: I do, do. and I love this this comment section and everything because they've been trying to get your attention so bad, DK. They've been trying to get both of our attention so bad, and your barber
0: just really went ahead and did it, okay? Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. And the truth is, until so, until you guys mentioned it a week ago, I didn't even know what that meant.
1: Oh, well, now you do.
0: <laughs> now you do. Okay? You have no idea. You you guys think this nerdy <laughs> thing is an act. It's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's real. I have You're no idea. You're into I comics? I don't exactly know what it means. I, I actually, after this show, I need to get up to my comic book store because Green Lantern 6 came out and I've heard it's Unbelievable.
1: You know what I got for you? Mm Mm-hmm. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool, though, d I need more hobbies like that. I do. I'll be front. Like, between my kids, football, the stuff I do in sports media world now, I got Mm -hmm. no, not a whole lot of time for hobbies.
0: I say that all the time. I force the hobby it's, it's it's singular for me now because I don't play guitar anymore. I don't do yeah. any any of the stuff that used to make me actually interesting. I had to let it all go because there's no time. There's no energy. And between that and kids and, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, mine has turned into, when I get an opportunity, a cigar, some bourbon on the weekends. Now, by the way, for my bourbon drinkers, I know it's a few of y'all in here, okay? This is the start of like well last week too, like the allocated special bottles that are coming out, and I'm on the hunt. If y'all know where some special bourbon bottles are, hit your boy up, okay? At retail price only, though. DK's like, what Mo? No, what are you talking about? A good stogie and and, and some good bourbon, DK. Ooh. I got this bottle today. This Frank August. Oh uh.
0: yeah, my next drink will be my first in life. That's not it's not like a pious thing, that's not like a holier than thou thing. It's nah. just it's your just, preference. I started off not doing it, and then like, then it kind of felt like a streak. Yeah. And then it's like, what? What am I going to do? What am I going to break it? Break it down for now. I, I do yeah. joke with my family that I am going to have my first drink whenever the Pirates win their division.
1: Oh, you say that because it's the impossible task.
0: You <laughs> <It laughs> hasn't happened yeah. since 1992. Not a not about to happen yeah. anytime soon either uh ron Lytle brings up
1: scotch or bourbon i'm not a scotch person i'm a bourbon person scotch is kind of bitter to me and that's because of i understand where it's made at it's made in scotland and the temperatures don't really change that much um but in kentucky where bourbon comes from th- it's it's such a science i'm
0: done i'm done i'm done i'm done auntie jenkins i i have to take this who's Please the greatest take guitarist? that dk I have to split it up into several different categories, and I'm not going to do that for the purposes of not making the show go on forever. Richie Blackmore is the greatest rock guitarist of all time. Highway Star by Deep Purple by Richie Blackmore is the greatest guitar solo of all time. My favorite guitarist of all time is Ace Fraley from Kiss. Had a great, great melodic, energetic component to his solos. And my favorite, like, harmonic guitarist is Johnny Marr from The Smiths. And there, how do you like that, Moan? Hey, you have nothing to contribute to this. I can't even like the
1: Beatles. (laughs) I just when you mention that stuff, I just hear the band and not the individuals. I don't see how you can, you you know, just just break down hearing the guitarist in a band. That's insane to me. You got to be born with that type of ear.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're well, I mean I have been playing since I was a child too, so it kind of helps because you can. It's kind of like knowing the translation. Oh. You follow me? I just had the like grade. Ace Ace Frehley from Kiss. Kiss. Everyone thinks of because of the makeup and whatever else. If you listen yeah. to the guitar solo to "I Stole Your Love" live from Alive too, it'll just explode your brain, Moan. Really? Like it's it's just yeah. There's just there's never been a solo like it. So
1: you know? you know, Coach LeBeau plays too. Y'all should just hey, Coach LeBeau plays and sings and does the whole deal. And some speakeasy, y'all tear the doggone house down. DK, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're trying to find a, a hobby, dog. We got it. It's Saturday nights in Pittsburgh, man. Just pull up. There so you what? go. That'll be you. You can do it at the shop. That'll be oh, that's a draw.
0: That's right here, here, huh? Especially yeah, if we have, draw. especially if we have Coach LeBeau and we do it the night before Christmas come on man I bought a ticket to
1: that not a 10 just so I can support it
0: you guys okay. don't don't let us hijack the show like yeah, this now, I'm tripping the ace Fraley comments here uh, let's have some some actual hey moans
1: uh let's do that I had a couple real quick I think and I knew this would be the conversation let's go right back in this is such a dope topic though no pun intended on 420. uh <laughs> I had to I had to. You know me. I You've been holding to. that in the whole show. I had. You know, it, 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 we had a president that said he didn't inhale. DK. Okay, so if we can do that. We. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? But this, this is true. One between the other. Tara Bradshaw was critical of Tomlin years ago, and nothing changed. I think it's different whenever you're that far removed, and you never went back and actually met and shook the coach's hand his difference and Ben's difference is there's still some attachment some coaches he was there with and I'm sure some people he's speaking to inside that building that's giving him information or Ben has talked to whether it be staff members there is a difference between I think what Bradshaw, and I'm telling you in my entire 11 years I never saw him in the building okay
0: I think that's the difference in what seven is saying
1: and what I've never 12 seen him. says
0: I don't I don't know that I've laid eyes on him in any Steelers capacity in the entire time I've been covering the team.
1: Did he make Chuck Knowles' funeral, did he? Did we ever get – Nope. So, if we're talking between one and the other, let's start there first. His own head coach, funeral. Let's start there.
0: Yeah. Uh, And at the time, you know, based on what I've learned from history, it was not all that cool to, you know – it, it, there was not a un, any unanimity as to whether or not he should be the starter. I left Prince out, which is a mistake. I have to correct this. Prince had the best spontaneous guitar solo ever when wow. he performed uh, at the at the memorial for uh, George Harrison of the Beatles. And okay. what they did When My Guitar Gently Weeps, and he went up there and just floored them. But you have to, people, when this show is done, go find Prince on stage doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you will be so happy you did. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I I did not mean to leave Prince out and, and that particular solo. I was just watching it a couple of weeks ago with my son actually.
1: I was thinking that honestly, I was like, "Where's Prince in that breakdown?" But I, I knew he was a musical genius. I just didn't know if his specialty
0: yeah. could be no Prince everything. Was the, the beautiful that was. What I was gonna say Prince was one of those unfair kids that you hated in school because they could do everything better than everyone else, <laughs> <laughs> and he could hoop. That story he told on the Chappelle Her show was real. Apparently, he was a hooper man. He uh, also was really into ping pong. You have there's another one. You have to search. Oh wow. the Story about Prince. Ping pong, and uh, what's his name? Jimmy late Fallon? night guy, Jimmy Fallon. Really? Just do this. This is why YouTube was made. <laughs> Prince, Jimmy Fallon, and ping pong. It's the greatest thing you'll ever see on YouTube.
1: You know who else is really good at ping pong? It is pretty funny. Mm? You know, you know who else is really good at uh, ping pong? Mm. Troy Palomalu. No, I didn't know that. Well, you know, we had the table in the locker room. Troy you had the table. Really good. Yes, and had his own paddles and everything. He had his own paddles. Him and Trey Essex <laughs> used to go at it. He used to get in on it too. Oh man! Oh yeah! No, nah, it got filthy. It, it it got it got good in there. DK, <laughs> DBearnest, ponytail coming back like oh my god, oh, ponytail
0: <laughs> ping so pong with good. his own paddles. So good, people! You underpay for this program. It's all I have to say to you. Dude, Brian man. says with a contribution. Ben is that quarterback who gave us so much and got old, and a lot of people wanted him gone, and now he's gone, but you still (laughs) have to hear him. I love it, LOL. Yeah, that's Ben's not going anywhere. One of the funniest things I heard at the time of Ben's retirement was, do you think he'll stay in Pittsburgh? Hell,
1: yes. Yeah, his family's there. Uh, He's he's a a yinzer. His kids will
0: be also. But he also wants to be heard, and if he goes and he moves to, like, Butte, Montana, and he starts (laughs) – you know, the Ben Roethlisberger podcast or whatever, you know, it's not going to be the same
1: thing. It won't resonate. I got a good one here. It's very fair also. I love this. Aaron Donald's a beast at ping pong too, Barber? No idea. You'd be surprised. Again. This uh,
0: Barber would know because he's from out AD's part of the part of the city. People, it, it's all a matter of competition.
1: It's all a matter of competing. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about Ben doing it, talking about Troy, like all of those things. Like, is competition that right there is some pure stuff, DK. What's up, Frost? Here's a good one from that's Bayad. Hey Mon, was Brown and Bell's antics part of the still away? Was Brad Shaw and mean Joe Green and those guys antics part of the still away too? Here's the difference I think in what we're talking about, though. We're talking about, I had somebody say this earlier. Coach Dave McGinnis, who I do some of my stuff with here in Nashville, said this. He said, and Coach T always says this, DK, he said our business is winning. And it didn't hit me until Coach Max said it again. I was like, dang, Coach T used to say that all the time. Our game is football, but our business is winning. Say what you want to about AB and, and Le'Veon situations, what they did on and off, or off the field. DK, real quick. When them two jokers walked in that, into that building and on that stadium field, what did you get from A.B. and Le'Veon?
0: I'll answer your question with a question. When did those two play their best football? When
1: did they play their best?
0: When, whenever, when, whenever, whenever it was AFC North ball. AFC North. Okay. You want to talk about what the Steelers' way is? The, the, the optimal ideal outcome for the Steelers' way is to win in the AFC North. And yes, that includes when you get to winning championships. Okay, oh. This franchise, between them and the Ravens, alternated dominating the division, yeah. I think is a fair, fair way to describe That's fair. Very it. Okay? Fair. You always have to leave the Ravens in there because they had their own successes along the way. But when I think of what constitutes who they are, not one person ever questioned Never questioned Antonio Brown's effort on the football field. Never, never, not once, okay? Total total lunatic and everything else here, but never questioned it. Le'Veon Bell, once he got his first couple of games, correct me if I'm wrong here, you were on on the field, not me. I remember when it happened. When it it was Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Lev goes out there and just dragging people with him, okay? And you go, whoa, what is that? Yeah, And he knew it. He felt it. He and I talked about AFC North ball a lot, and he felt it. That's your Steelers way, okay? Yeah. Not this other stuff.
1: No, absolutely. So the stuff we're talking about, the antics of AB and, and Le'Veon, they did this so much. So Darren even followed this up to DK, was this. I remember when Joey Porter complaining that they would not stop bringing back the 70s players. Then he followed it up with, until we went our own, we'll yep. never get our respect. That's what we're talking about when we're speaking about the Steeler way. Of from okay, let's go from the 70s on up to now. That's what we're talking about, right? DK? Mm-hmm. Right. that's what we're asking. That ain't a hard ask when your business is supposed to be winning.
0: Because you'll deal with the rest of the crap, right? You guys you, will you guys will handle that? It didn't bother us. No. It was, if you I can be real with you, yeah, we'd come over and interview you, and you'd be smiling like really? that's what you that. want to talk about. It really? was, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> it was funny because I'm like, but well, as long as he's here on Sunday. And you know what y'all going to say, too? As long as he's here on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Robert Schwamm says, I always heard AB was a practice fanatic. Tell him. Tell him, Moan.
1: He did more stuff in practice than you ever saw in the games.
0: Just that. Le'Veon, too. Ben, too. like AB's practice catches. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to even put it into words because you saw some unbelievable things from him things that made no sense in actual football games. You saw him own the New Orleans Saints in their building in a way that probably no other wide receiver has ever performed in the history of the Superdome. You know what I'm talking about that night. He put on a show. Okay, I've never seen anything like that. Not enough people do talk about that game. No. Because it was a loss. Because we lost. Yeah. Yeah. But all of that stuff, it, it didn't develop by accident. No, it developed because he was trying all this wacky stuff in practice. He would never let up in practice. The foot drag. Did you ever, when it was close to the sideline, when in a game, when it was close to
1: the sideline, did you ever question catch no catch? Never even looked at the
0: board. Never even looked at the board.
1: You just mark it down. Come on. on. You never questioned it because he did it so well and probably like, hell, he got that. Like, that's what it was. Uh, And in the same context, let's go here real quick. George Pickens had a catch where he only got one foot in remember that
0: mm-hmm oh, get- do you remember
1: that this year
0: didn't even try to drag the foot
1: okay that that's the stiller way it's production it's expectation it's delivering on what you say you're gonna do this is such a big conversation let's continue on with more hey moans dk i'm getting I'm getting rage moan right here and i need to, I need to bring it back okay
0: yeah, yeah I see that here uh let me see if I can find I had a couple of questions yeah that uh here it is. This is a good one here from Jessica. She says, hey, Moan, how long does it take to recover from a game? She doesn't specify mentally Ooh. or physically, but let's just go with physically. Let's go with physical. And your
1: first like three, four years, if you play on Sunday, by Tuesday, you good. Ooh. Yeah, by Tuesday, most times you're good. Uh, I go five to seven. You need Wednesday, Thursday, and seven plus years in the league, you're like Thursday to Saturday. It, it really does vary. And it also depends upon the position. My last year, I didn't feel comfortable and, and, like, ready to go, especially, like, midway through that season. That was a rough season, too, Till Saturday, really.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Boy,
0: there's a difference that age makes right there. But huh? you know – yeah, for real. Every, all athletes will tell you that, too. It's about the recovery. It's the recovery period it's the
1: recovery that shuts you out and down which is why it's also frowned upon so much with steroid use because that's the one thing steroid gives you or HGH. your recovery is so
0: free. yeah everybody fast. thinks steroids just turn you into like no yeah, it's not making incredible you bulk, hulk whatever it's it's that your healing accelerates and you and you you feel better you feel and stronger the
1: competitive advantage of the steroids yes yes 100%
0: John says that A.B. could have been the best receiver in NFL history if he didn't lose his mind. Uh, I think Jerry Rice would have still had a a, a claim on that one. Uh, But A.B. certainly did cloud his Hall of Fame chances and everything. And, you know, football doesn't have a character clause the way baseball does. So he but there's no way it's not going to be in the back of some people's minds.
1: I'd also contribute age of him without even saying it. He probably never admitted. And also the factor of the young emergence of what Juju was becoming in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, when he had to have to start sharing uh, passes like targets and AB wanted to be the best ever. I I think he tried to find his way out and maybe just being real with y'all, Again, I'll never call A.B. stupid. He does some crazy stuff. I'll never call yeah, him stupid. He's
0: he's, he's strangely not he's stupid. N-
1: because here's the pro tip behind that, DK. He found himself out of Pittsburgh on the way to a big contract with the uh, Raiders and had it, but then also ultimately beat, Pits- beat getting out of Pittsburgh to actually get a ring. He may have saw the door closing before we all actually realized that it was. Eh. Or maybe it
0: was Juju Ben. Who knows? Or Lev. And now his agent was stupid. There's no qualifier his on agent, that
1: one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. Um,
0: here's a here's one from Sergio. Hey, Moan, do you think we can still make George Pickens a stealer or do we have to trade him and move on?
1: I don't know what's the direction of this team. I don't. I don't. To, for me to give you a, a pure answer of that – Is I'll tell you this historically, you keep on the guy you keep you hold on to guys like George Pickens. Um, you can do things
0: that other people can't,
1: exactly. And we've always found a way to make it work. Again, I don't know if there's another quarterback behind Kenny Pickett. I don't know if Coach Tomlin will survive another three years to make it to George Pickens' contract. Like a lot of this goes into it. So I can't give you a definitive answer. I'll just say this. History has shown they've always made it work for guys like him.
0: Roland, the tenant, asks, hey, Moan, how do you think things would have gone with Mason Rudolph if this organization had given him a fraction of the support, patience, and excuses that they've given to Kenny Pickett?
1: Probably be a little bit more. He'd be your game manager. Uh, The ability to make the deep ball passes like Joe Flacco. Um, That's what I see for a guy like Mason, had he been given that. Mason was drafted in the wrong era behind the wrong quarterback. Point blank period.
0: What I have to say about Mason Rudolph, since we're talking about practice here, Allen Iverson, what we're saying here is that practice matters. Mason has had – how many years has he been with the team now? Five? Five or six. Okay. He's had five years of practices in which to impress coaches. How much does practice count, Count, Moan? It matters a good bit, and also your mm-hmm. preseason games do too. He does not impress in practices. Okay. I'm not, I I, I have nothing against him. I'm not burying him or whatever. But if he had shown just what it is that you're hoping for some signs, some consistency, some good reads, a nice touch on the short ball, okay, he would have gotten more of a chance. So this isn't all just, it's not just what you see on Sundays. Yeah. It really isn't. Mason's had voluminous, continues to have voluminous chances. But his head coach just says, nope, he's not playing. You know why that is? Because he doesn't impress in practices. Jason says, hey, Moan, why is Mason Cole not getting benched for somebody else? And I'll tell you what the backup behind him is like. If you can't
1: bench Mason Cole, that must mean his backup is worse than him, or at least there's not an opportunity that you see a lot more optimism out of him. That's the reality of it. You play who's the best. And if Mason Cole in his state Still not up to the par? Imagine what the backup looked
0: like. Well, it's and that's not even necessarily knock on the backup. It, it might just mean how difficult and how time-consuming the transition would be. For example, James Daniels has played center in the National Football League. My belief for a long time has been that if something were to happen to Cole, that they would move Daniels over. Maybe they would go with Nate Herbig, yeah. okay, but the – the amount of knowledge that Mason Cole has where he's at is not something that you can just say, Hey, we got four games left in the season. Let's try something different. (laughs) You (laughs) see what I'm saying? So I don't even know. I'm not speaking for Moan here. I don't even know that you need to say that James Daniels would be bad at it or that Nate Herbig would be bad at it. It's just that it would, it'd be a pain. It'd be a pain. It would same Uh, thing
1: for the guards, right? It would be. Absolutely. And again, here's the other side behind it. Um, the, The quality of offensive linemen in this world is low. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Trust me.
0: This is true. It's low. They're getting paid a lot for a reason.
1: They they are, okay? Uh, Here's a good one right here. Dan, uh, Clemco says, Hey, Mo, who sets the tone in the locker room, coaches or players? Coaches set it, players carry it out, which is why we're having this deep conversation about culture and expectation. Coach can set it, and I think, and if I know him correctly, starting with Mr. Rooney to Coach Tama. The culture is set. It's on the players in the locker
0: room to carry it out. Chris says, hey, Moan, will Broderick Jones still be a right tackle next year? Nah, not if Dan Moore don't pick it up.
1: I, I think he's a franchise left tackle. If Dan plays well enough, he can stay at right tackle. Uh, right tackles and left tackles seem to be very close and pay this day anyway. So if he's worried about, hey, I need to be a left tackle – not necessarily. He's still gonna get broke off. If we're cause that's what it all really boils down to, left versus right, DK.
0: Ryan asks, hey, Mo, does the inconsistency of Percy Presley Harvin through his time with the Steelers have you looking at punters this offseason? Would you be looking at punters?
1: Yeah, that's such a finicky position. You can go undrafted guys to find them. If Presley can come in and do well enough again, I'll say this. Everybody has a lull. Uh, what is this year? Two or three for him? Two, three, three, three. I mean, we could have gave up on uh, on boss too. Oh, Specialists will turn around. They yeah,
0: will, especially. That's the funniest the part about Harvin's performances is that when he's good, he's great. Yeah, man. Uh, consistency does count, but the stuff that he the stuff that he muffs is the stuff that would seem to be the most correctable. You know, you can't teach somebody to send it 65 yards in the air. Yeah. Yeah. no. Uh, you But you can teach them to hit it squarely, you know, and yeah, not yeah. and not hit it 23 yards and out of bounds. So that's,
1: to me, that's probably the least of our concerns right there, man. Um, There's also that. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I'll always end on the fact that boss had a bad start to his situation. And now he's one of the best truthfully this year. He's probably top two. Ozzy's
0: been unbelievable.
1: This is his strongest stance to make All Pro this year.
0: Yeah, this respectfully, Zach, I'm not into this. Uh, no. Don't don't do that. This yeah. is a this is a really good kid. Uh, if you don't like his punts, say you don't like his punts. But yeah. you know, the, I, I'd like to think that this show is above that sort of thing. Yeah. Tyler says uh, that Roderick Jones is playing out of position, and he's still better than Chooks. The kid's of capital T talent. You know, we, I think we kind of made up our minds here that there's no way they're bringing Chooks back at his salary, Probably right?
1: not. No, no. If anything, Chooks may mess around and be trade value somewhere.
0: Jerry Yeager says, hey, Moan, how soon do you think Mike Tomlin should be thinking about finding a replacement for Cam Hayward or T.J. Y? They're not that close in age, Jerry. No,
1: T.J. got a while. Uh, yeah. Cam Hayward, Keanu Benton's already there.
0: That's fair? Yeah. I, I think it's fair in the sense that you, you've got one of I who you one. need, but you've, you know, Larry Oganjobe's not going to be around forever either. And the Steelers no. have traditionally, in the same spirit in which they drafted both Cam and Stefan To it, they will not be afraid to invest a very high pick on the defensive line. That's no still doubt. what the Steelers, the franchise of Mean Joe Green, is all about. No you doubt. Know? And you can't, you just. I, you can't let that slip. You cannot.
1: You no, know? nah. And uh, DK, we might have to close right there because my kid game got starts it. at four.
0: Got it. Let's go. Uh, t-
1: this was a great show. I'm looking for fast Friday. You didn't Friday. say anything. I wish I you did. did. No. guilty. I just got the alert. No, no, oh, you no, did. No, no, oh, no. Okay. I just got the alert. Yeah, that's all it was. We hit on some stuff and some things today.
0: Yeah. Like well, it. today our outro is actually going to be our outro because Moan's going to take off. So we'll see everybody tomorrow. We're going to have a show tomorrow. Advancing yes. Yes, Steelers real. versus Colts. Bye-bye, everybody. See you. Good people. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.